welcome to the Divorce Coaches Academy podcast with co-founders and hosts, Tracy Callahan and Deborah Doak. Each week, we tackle another tough topic to help professional divorce coaches maximize client impact and cultivate thriving practices. We also want to spread the word about the expertise and value that certified divorce coaches bring to the table. At DCA, we are committed to ongoing learning and we value generosity among divorce coaching professionals. We believe that when one succeeds, we all succeed. Welcome back to Divorce Coaches Academy podcast. I'm Tracy and I'm here with my partner, Deb. And today we are very excited to welcome a special guest. So this special guest, Deb Chanley, that you have, you know as well, we have had the honor of having Chanley as a student in our first cohort of our Divorce Coach Certification Training here at Divorce Coaches Academy. So if you guys have been keeping track of all of our exciting developments, we are just plowing through our first class and super excited about all the work our participants are doing and training a a whole new level of ADR certified divorce coach. So Chanley joins us with an extensive, extensive amount of experience in the family law system and legal system. She originates from Delaware. So I, Chanley, I can't even uh, give due to all of your accomplishments. So do you mind sharing with us a little bit about your background and experience? Sure. Thank you for having me. This is really exciting. I am truly enjoying my time taking the divorce uh, coaching uh, certification and kudos to you all. It's really hard to believe that this is your first run through because it's been extraordinarily professional and uh, enlightening and I really appreciate it. Hey. So I I began many, many years ago uh, That's how I have a long resume because it's been so many years. Um, I began many years ago, literally starting uh, as a summer police officer. Uh, And that was, uh, I really, really wanted to become a detective and realized that uh, that was going to be a difficult road to navigate and pivoted and went to law school. and. Right before I went to law school, I became a bailiff in family court in Delaware. Wow. And sat goodness. Because, and because I was one of the only people who could both handcuff somebody if necessary and write for the judge. So <laughs> I had a great experience and he kicked me out the door to law school. And when I went to law school, I fell in love with the law. Um, so I became a corporate litigator, which is what one does in Delaware. Uh, and very quickly, within about three or four years, I realized that my career needed to be more about people and not about money. Mm-hmm. And so I pivoted and was very lucky that I was in a law firm that allowed me to start a family law practice. And I very quickly set eyes on very naively on becoming a judge. So at 36, I became a family court judge. And at 41, I became the chief judge for the state of Delaware for family court. And then from there, 
I just got lots of experience between uh, being a judicial officer and sitting on every kind of family court case and writing opinions and being blessed at that point in time to be on lots of different uh, statewide committees and commissions uh, addressing the welfare of our children in the state. Mm. So that's how I came to be here. I retired from the judiciary and from state service and knew that I still wanted to do work in the family law arena. But one of the things that I love to do is coach. I have historically, I'm the daughter of a coach. My mother was a coach for years Mm -hmm. and I love mentoring. And that was how I looked at divorce coaching. So a woman who had gone to my high school, who's much younger than me, is a divorce coach. And I started following her and how I ended up in the Divorce Coach Academy, Coaches Academy was an ABA posting. Mm -hmm. And then Tracy, Deb and I connected and this has just been a great opportunity. Mm. Awesome. See, you guys, we told you she had credentials out the, you know what? <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I, I didn't know about the bailiff part. So I think right. that's pretty awesome. You know, I really now have this whole new image of you right? <laughs> throwing cuffs on somebody. <laughs> we Never knew you were badass, but that's, that's next level. Yeah, <laughs> when it's necessary. Yeah. And, and, and and just to a shout out to woman empowerment, you correct me if I'm wrong, but you were the first female chief justice of family court in Delaware. Is that correct? I was, I was the first and only um, chief judge of Delaware's family court. And we became a constitutional court during that time, which was really great. Um, So I'm very proud of my colleagues here in Delaware. Yeah. Good for you. Well, and we're proud of you. Um, So you've got this resume that looks like a CVS receipt, right? It's so long. It's so extensive. You know, divorce in and out. Tell us a little bit more about what prompted you to want to actually go through the certification process to become a coach. So it's really two reasons. One is I love learning and it's been everything I've expected in terms of learning and 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 more. The other part is that I didn't want to just be another mediator or another family law attorney. I'm now practicing in a limited law practice with my friend and partner in the Family Law Advice Center. Um but I, I wanted to be able to look at it differently and also market ourselves differently. And that was why I looked at the certification because I've already been calling my practice more of a coaching practice. I do a lot of the consultations and evaluations of the cases. Mm-hmm. And I think coaching, it when when our clients... Um, hear about it, they they will look at it a little bit differently, mm. right? I don't want anybody to have to go to court yeah. unless they absolutely have to. So there has to be a monetary reason or a legal reason 
right, to actually go to trial. And so by coaching um, and keeping people from going to court and litigating um, and being able to help our clients navigate for themselves. And one of you had asked me, what's the biggest aha Mm -hmm. for you in this course? And the biggest aha for me is coaching teaches our clients how to navigate for themselves versus as a lawyer, I'm telling them. Mm. So I can evaluate a case. I can tell people what the court's going to do. I've always done that. But especially in the co-parenting arena, our clients need to be able to navigate the world for themselves, sometimes for 18 more years. Yeah. Yeah. And legally for 18 more years, sometimes for 30 more years. (laughs) Yes. What what better opportunity than to have your clients, you know, and we we may or may not see that down the road. But when I think of it down the road, real co-parents can go to their children's weddings, right, and be a unifying uh force for their children, a positive, because they they will enter into a new relationship. They they exit the contract of marriage, but they never exit the the parental uh, contract. And I look at it if they if if individuals can see the forest for the trees, the sooner the better. Hopefully they can start doing it while they're in this very difficult process. Um, it's a win and it's a win for their children. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, so much of, you know, Divorce Coaches Academy was really grounded in the recognition of certified divorce coaching, the professional practice of divorce coaching grounded an alternative dispute resolution, right? Supporting individuals moving through those experiences, right, of divorce, transitioning those relationships uh, from romantic partners to that of co-parents in honor of themselves and their family, right? That, That the court system, unfortunately, as we all know, although necessary, at times is also creates adversarial relationships, right? It's set up that somebody has to win and somebody has to lose because the parties are themselves barriers often to be able to get to those transitions, those agreements. So when you were, you were doing a little search on looking at certification training programs, was there anything that drew you to Divorce Coaches Academy's program? Well, the first thing that drew me was the professionalism of your website and the different programs that you offer. And it seemed to me you've offered multiple different, you know, shorter length courses that Mm -hmm. each one of them I would be interested in taking because they'd give me more insight into the the coaching realm. Um, And after speaking with you all, I was like, yeah, this is this is it. This is the one for me. Um, 
I also am involved with both the ABA, the American Bar Association, and I was on the board of the National Council of Juvenile and Family Court Judges. And I, when I saw that you had linked it with the ADR programs through the ABA and they have a white paper on divorce coaching, I realized that, that you all were the real deal. And in fact, I have mentioned to you, you know, the possibility of looking at NCJ, FCJ, um, which is really where many of the forward thinkers in family law and child abuse law and domestic violence are focused. We get lots of our information there. So um, I just, I feel like it's a really professional program and it has been it's just it's it's been a deeper dive for me and it's been you know taking a step back from where I was to take three steps forward in terms of being able to assist my clients in a way that they can assist themselves Mm -hmm. yeah Kind of a a little different lens, right? You know, that's the perfect way of putting it. It's not even taking a step back. It's looking at it with a different lens, Mm -hmm. and it they they all cross over. They all cross over. Yeah, Um, absolutely. Mediation is part of it. You know, coaching is part of it. Part of it. Um, You know, uh, assessing cases is part of it. But in the limited law practice, we we. we do everything but enter our appearance and litigate. So right. oftentimes, you know, it's really important that I know my clients well, so that if, if, and I would say 80% of our clients do resolve their cases, but if they do need to go on to have a trial attorney, I can give them a referral list that really suits their personality and meets their needs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So the united goal, I hear you saying that kind of we all share is alternative dispute resolution, right? Mm -hmm. We were having a conversation the other day, pardon me, most divorce cases are not legally complex, right? That is correct. The legal Mm -hmm. issues are not the problem here. We might have some complex financial issues that we need to bring in some outside expertise, but the legal issues are not usually that complicated. I, I absolutely agree with you. And for me, the most complicated cases as a judge were the cases that I didn't have a clear answer. And those cases were often um, when two parties in, in custody cases, at least, because financially you can you can pick through it. Right. If mm-hmm. it, you can pick through it with a financial um, expert, but when you had a party that was moving out of state, mm-hmm. so you had geographical confines to the relationship, yeah. and those were the hardest cases. And I remember one case, and it involved the state of Ohio, mm-hmm. um, and so there was an Ohio judge, and I was involved, and it was, you know, where do the children live mm. and what will happen? And, oh, it was so hard. And so as a judge, you don't know as much as the lawyers do. Um, 
And then the lawyers don't know as much as the clients do, right? And so in a situation like that, I slowed down. I slowed down and we did get a child custody evaluator and and we really looked at it, you know, long and hard about Mm -hmm. what was in the children's best interest. But oftentimes we don't get that luxury. And if everybody is looking at the children's best interests, which is what we want to do as divorce coaches, um, we want our clients to be looking at what is the most important thing. Yeah. Right. And it's helping your children go up healthy, helping you put on your oxygen mask first. Right. Yeah. Clients need to be able to do that because they won't be able to see if they're struggling, they won't be able to see what's in their children's best interest until they're healthy. And I think the divorce coaching program really emphasizes a lot of the, you know, what do you need to do? Where are you emotionally, right? How can you navigate your issues in a way that will serve everyone? And sometimes that's really hard for folks, but especially if they're not prepared emotionally for the divorce. I've always said it, especially as a judge, once I started seeing that folks in my courtroom really typically weren't on the same page yet, they'll eventually get there, but it may take, somebody may have known they wanted a divorce for two years and the other party may have felt blindsided. Um, Or it may take somebody five years to recover where, you know, my average is two years. Um, You know, I like to tell folks, you're you're on a roller coaster when you're getting divorced. And that's where divorce coaches can help a client see for themselves that they are on a roller coaster, yeah. right? Yeah. And that you're going to get off this ride and then you're going to choose the next, well, hopefully you will choose the next ride, right? And it won't be crazier than the first ride. And it's, it's choosing to be in healthy relationships and things like that. Yeah, for one's own protection of their own peace, right? Yes. The total conflict takes, you know, people engage in these relationships and and truly it's detrimental to themselves as well as to their children. So uh, putting the oxygen mask on your first, right? We believe so much in divorce coaching that transformation happens on the individual level. One party can change the dynamics of that conflict for the preservation of that family and themselves. And I just really want to touch on something because I think it's really important. I've always had this uh, feeling and you just sort of validated it for me that judges often are in very difficult positions that don't necessarily want to have to make a decision for families, right? That ultimately the goal would be for those families to decide what's best for their children, for themselves, their family unit as a whole. And that it is really hard in the role as a judge. You were just giving that example of that case, the relocation case or the custody of Ohio versus Delaware, where the kids live. And you had to slow it down, right? Because it's that is also, I have to imagine as a judge, a very difficult position to be in, to carry that weight of having to make a decision for a family? Yes. And and that's what the divorce coaching has really enlightened for me. I think some of the, the things that we're studying in the class 
have kind of been there for me. Not all of them. Some of them are new, but it's like, oh, our clients, they need to be the ones to make the decisions, Mm. right? So judges only have the information that's provided to them. If you have a four-hour hearing, if you have an eight-hour hearing, Mm. you know, I did. I had a a four-day custody trial once, Mm. but I still didn't. I still didn't have all of the information Mm -hmm. and a four day custody trial in 2023 is going to be a hundred thousand dollar case per side. Right. Right. And, and who Uh most Uh of our clients don't have that kind of money. And that's college. That's college. I look at my clients and say, if yeah. And that case, it, that was a really hard case. And it was, um, it was a case between two different cultures. Okay. The four day case. Mm-hmm. And uh, if there were valid reasons for them going to trial. Okay. But the neatest part about it was in the end, they actually, despite the fact that I wrote a decision, they decided their own case and their children decided their own case. And I heard through the grapevine two years, three years later that they were doing great. And that was the most rewarding thing ever. I think I hear angels singing. (laughs) You know, I'm getting, I get goosebumps because that was a, that was probably the most difficult case I've ever had. Mm. Mm. So Chainley, I know we don't have a a ton of time left. What you've been um, so positive about the experience you're having in the class so far. What would you say to other judges, attorneys, mediators, other people working in the you know formal divorce space about the idea of adding some coaching skills, certification, training to their resume? So I highly recommend it, especially for those who are looking to really find more satisfaction in a field that can be very draining Mm. because we are dealing with people's emotions. We are dealing with good people at the hardest time that they've ever known in their life. Um, You know, I, I often refer to divorces, you know, it's, it's a death. Um, It's the end of a a huge relationship, whether Mm -hmm. it's short term or long term and the divorce coaching beyond the term coaching has really been the first deep dive for me that looks at all of the factors of divorce. So the emotional breakup, the legal breakup, the financial breakup, and the status breakup, Mm. right? It's and all the social components. Yeah. Social components of it, which that's the part that that make me happy to be able to help others. Yeah. Because if they can see that, and so so often we have to see it as coaches before they can see it. Mm-hmm. They may see it, but they may not be able to articulate. Yeah. And so often I'm very proud of the people I work with. And um they figure it out, but I think this is a way 
to make sure we know that we're in her, causing no harm and helping them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you so much for coming on and chatting with us today. I know we could spend about a week, I think, talking yeah. to you because yeah, you're just, sure. your experience, your wisdom, your um, the positive way you look at things. I mean, it's just been an absolute joy to have you in class with us and have your perspective and to take time out of your busy schedule to come on here and um, share your thoughts with others. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. And thank you for providing this opportunity. Yeah, thanks. All right, guys, thanks for hanging out with us. I say always and um, hop back on with us next week. We're going to have a special treat again. All right. Thanks, Chianli. We appreciate your time. Take care. Thanks for joining us for the Divorce Coaches Academy podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. It helps other divorce professionals find us and add to the conversation. And don't forget to follow us on social media to be the first to know when we add new classes and events. We'll be back next week with another topic to help you maximize client impact, create a thriving business and promote the value of professional divorce coaching.